Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Last night we were in ministering, I focused on this statement that if we'll move while he's moving, we'll receive what we need. If we'll move while he's moving, when heaven moves and earth moves the same direction, then heaven's flow dominates. Amen. I've come tonight. Haven't you come tonight to move with how he's moving? Amen. To respond to his movement. Did you come expecting tonight? Amen. Hallelujah. You can be seated if you would. You know, when we hold these meetings, I have notebooks full of sermons, but I come and hear, what do I need to move with? What is the Spirit of God wanting to do? So how many of you know to flow with the Holy Spirit? It takes faith. But to hear what the Holy Spirit is, add your faith. Because faith converts the Word to power. And we know in Hebrews it says the word preached did not profit them. Talking about the Hebrews delivered out of Egypt. The word preached did not profit them because there was a cause. They didn't mix their faith with that word they heard. So it's not just about attending tonight. It's about mixing our faith with what is said by the Spirit of God. Amen. Why? Because that power is here to do a work. To do a work. And you came to receive of that work, didn't you? You came to receive. And no one can receive in our behalf. We do our own receiving. And isn't that a joy? Amen. Sitting on that front row, I said, God... What do you want to do? Because I could tell every other sermon that I had with me in my bag was dead. (laughs) And preachers know what I mean by that. The the sermon is dead. Why? Because God has something else he wants to do. Or something different he once said, a different direction. And so while I was standing here, he gave me the direction. Will you move with me on it? Amen. And the wonderful thing, I love it when God does that because he's prescribing it for those in the room. It's a a personal prescription. (laughs) Amen. Um, Turn with me, if you would, in your Bibles tonight. We're not going to, I'm not going to teach and preach long because we want to get into some things that God wants to do in this room tonight. But we want, to, we want to preface it by saying a few things. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 13. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 13. 
It reads, but to which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool? Verse 14, are they not all ministering spirits? Talking about the angels. Are they not all ministering spirits? They're ministering spirits. They're going to minister something. They, they, they move to minister something. And how many of you know they'll minister something good? They'll never minister anything but good. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Notice God sends them forth to us so that we can send them forth in behalf of our need. Heaven would not have given angels if we didn't require their help. Thank God for the word. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. But heaven has given us many, many ways of help. Divine help. And evidently we need their assistance to fulfill some things. Or heaven would not have given them as ministering spirits. The assistance of angels are part of our inheritance in Christ. Amen. They're part of our inheritance. We need to become skillful at recognizing their role and their part. My husband used to talk about this. My husband, I don't know if you've ever heard of a man by the name of Ed Dufresne, but for those of you who did, he would... He, he was a genuine, he was the genuine article of the prophet's office. Yes. Yes. And uh, he had the fruit that showed that. And uh, one of the things that he would say is he said, uh, in the last days, of course, there is going to be hell's activity. But... Hell has reserved certain demons for the last days. And we're seeing things we've never seen before. Why? Because they were reserved for this time. But heaven always greater, greater, greater. Heaven has reserved certain angels for this time. And there's more with us. There's more with us. There's more with us. And it's part of our inheritance in the last days to have their help and assistance. We must employ their help because heaven sent them so we could assign them. Um, They are fueled by faith. Faith in the word. Faith in the word. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth? And they need to be sent forth. A car can't be sent forth till it's fueled. It needs fueling. And when we speak words that are in agreement with God's word and God's plan. And we recognize that we have more than our ability working in our behalf. But we have divine ability through these angels. Amen. 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 
Psalms chapter 103. Turn with me. Psalm chapter 103 and verse 20. Psalm 103 verse 20. Reads, bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength. Their strength excels every opposition against your life. I don't care how great is, is what is against you, they excel. Yeah. Yes. They surpass anything that's opposing you in strength. They excel in strength that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. So it's not just the word coming out of his mouth, it's his word coming out of our mouth also. Amen. Amen. Because it's, it's God's word that fuels them and it's our faith in God's word. We need their divine assistance. I want you to go with me to John chapter 5. John chapter 5. And we'll read in verse 1. It reads, after this there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, a blind, halt, withered. So we're talking about serious conditions. People aren't there with minor conditions. These are serious conditions. What are they doing? They're waiting for the moving. They're waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole. Look at this. Of whatsoever disease he had. It didn't matter what it was. It didn't matter how advanced it was. It didn't matter how long they'd been in that condition. Amen. Whatsoever. Whatsoever disease. Whatsoever. None of them were, were outside the reach of this power. Our angels healers, angels cooperate with healing power. That's what this angel did. He deposited a measure of power, healing power, into the water and evidently a measure enough for one. So healing power is had in measures. What was heaven doing? Trying to heal one and leave everyone out? Just heal one and everybody else just going to have to sit and wish, wish it was them? Heaven was trying to provoke faith. That if, so, if someone would watch that and say, wait a minute. If there's power enough to heal that one. And they recognized that God sent an angel. That's why they were all camped around that location. They recognized heaven was working. Heaven was moving. And... God was trying to provoke faith. If God will heal this one, there's power for you too. In our services, many times, we'll call out healings by the word of knowledge. 
Is it God? Is it a healing lottery? Absolutely, it's not a healing lottery. Then why isn't every condition called out? Because God is trying to provoke faith in those who are present. That even if their condition isn't called out, you can see someone that was called out and they received it. And you stand up and you say, wait a minute. If God will do that for them, God will do that for me. He is not trying to leave people out. He is trying to stimulate, provoke faith in those looking on. So never go to a service and sit back and watch someone else get theirs and you not walk out with yours. This is not a healing lottery. That if your lucky number is called, if your lucky condition is called, or if hands, certain person's hands are laid on you. I believe in the laying on of hands. It is scriptural. It is Bible doctrine. It is divine. It's a divine power and ability that God's given. But not to leave people out, but to provoke faith in those who see it. So I don't care what service you come in during this week and you see something happen to somebody else. Don't you ever walk out without you saying, I'm getting mine tonight. I'm getting mine tonight. I'm getting mine tonight. Because God is not just moving for some and leaving others out. God is demonstrating in, in, multi, in certain ones what he has for everyone who will believe. So when you go to your church or you go to a meeting and they call out words of knowledge, what what do you know? Healing powers and manifestation. I'm getting mine. I'm getting mine. I'm getting mine. I'm getting mine. That's what that's for. We know this. I mean, as parents, when we have children, we say about them, they have selective hearing. Right? They heard you call them to dinner, but they did not hear you tell them to clean their room. They just did not hear that. God is not doing selective healing. That's good. Anytime you see God demonstrate himself in a service, he is trying to provoke somebody to say, he's in manifestation, I'm getting mine. He's in manifestation. Power is present everywhere. We said it last night. Power is present everywhere, but it's not in manifestation everywhere. What brings it into manifestation? Faith. And those who can, uh, maybe you, you just are a new babe in Christ. Maybe you've only been saved a short amount of time. You might not even recognize when power is in manifestation. God will demonstrate when power is in manifestation. Calling out somebody, something happening. That's your cue. Get yours. Get yours. But if you take the negative bend, um, let me just say it this way. Poverty will see a fabulous house on a hill and say, people shouldn't live like that because they don't have it. And they get upset that others have it. But prosperity sees that same house and says, everybody ought to have that. Everybody. Everybody. Why? It depends on what your bend is. Do you see things negative or do you see it positive? 
Everything of the word is positive for your life. Everything. Get on the positive side. Don't ever walk out and say, well, they didn't minister to me. Well, they didn't lay hands on me. Well, God didn't call out my condition tonight. Get on the positive side. He's moving. He's manifesting. I'm getting mine because it's for everybody. The gifts of the Spirit are nothing but an announcement that powers in manifestation. That's all the gifts of the Spirit are. It's an announcement to everyone present that power is in manifestation. Get yours. Get yours. Get yours. Get yours. And you say, how do I get mine? How did blind Bartimaeus get his? He called. He refused to let Jesus keep walking past him. Jesus was not making blind Bartimaeus his destination that day. But his call stopped Jesus. Jesus was stopped in his course. I tell you what, Jesus will never keep walking past faith. Power, the power of God will never bypass faith. Never. Amen. And anytime during this service, you can take yours. Anytime. Anytime. You say, well, I don't feel any different. We're not talking about feeling it. We're talking about taking it. You take it in here. In your spirit. You grab hold of it with a hand of faith and say, I'm getting mine and I'm getting it now. I'm getting mine and I'm getting it now. And your head will kick in. And say, well, you don't feel any different. Get out of your head. You just slipped out of faith when you, when you turned that thought over. Get back into faith and say, I take mine. I take mine. I take mine. The gifts of the Spirit is not to eliminate certain people from receiving. It's to announce powers in manifestation. Praise the Lord. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm getting mine. I take 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 mine. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. If I were you and I couldn't do something, I'd do it. I'm saying if it was if it was stiff to if it was stiff on you to turn a certain way, turn a certain way. If you couldn't lift a knee, lift a knee. Amen. Do something. Do something. Faith is an act. It's not a feeling. It's an act. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. All right, you can be seated. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. 
Brother David and the worship team sang it. There's nothing like the presence of the Lord. There's nothing like the presence of the Lord. The presence of God can be felt, but it just doesn't come into manifestation for the feeling, but for the working. It, wor- it comes, the presence of God, the power of God comes into manifestation to work something. Praise the Lord. My husband and I met in this city. He, had, he was raised in Southern California. Had a church there for eight and a half years. God told him to move to Tulsa. We met here. And um, we met and married in 1984. Just a few months before we met. He was coming off of a commercial flight. And he was coming down the jetway deplaning. And as he stepped onto that jetway, the Spirit of God said to him, turn around. And he turned around and when he did, he saw into the spirit realm. When you see in the spirit realm, you know things. You just know things. And when he turned around, he saw 100 angels. Two side by side, 50 rows of them. And he said to God, what are those angels here for? And God said, they're to assist you in the healing ministry. Are they the healer? They cooperate with healing power. They'll bring body parts. Amen. Have you ever noticed when Jesus walked up to the man at the pool of Bethesda and he did not say, would would you like to be healed? He said, "Will, will you be made whole? What's that mean? Things put back that had been removed or lost or born without. God's not just got healing in mind for you. Wholeness, 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 wholeness in mind. Wholeness, wholeness. Don't settle for less than wholeness. Don't just settle for pain gone when wholeness is offered us. And he asked the man the question, wilt thou be made whole? What's he doing? Give me permission. Give me permission. Give me permission. We'll get wholeness to you. Give me permission. He's asking him for permission. Will you agree with me? Will you agree with me for wholeness? Because that's what Jesus offered him. But some bodies, some physical bodies need the assistance of angels. Amen. Amen. So from that time on, my husband had great results. He, he had a healing ministry, of course, before that, but the, the results escalated. You can understand. When he went to heaven, my husband went to heaven in October of 2013. In fact, I was at y'all's church in Pawnee in February of 2014. We had had a meeting for several days there. And um, I was closing out the last service. And when I did, the word of the Lord came to me. And he said, 
those hundred healing angels that worked with your husband in the ministry, he said they're still in the earth because their ministry is in the earth. Heaven doesn't need the healing. And he said their ministry is in the earth. They're still in the earth. And then he said this to me. He said 50 stayed with you. He said the other 50 were dispatched to those ministers that were divinely connected to your husband who have healing anointings on their life. So does it matter who you're connected to? Because heaven sees Who's in place? Who's where they're supposed to be? Connected to who they're supposed to be? Because these men were not calling out for those 50 angels to come to them. Because we did not know that my husband was going to exit, but heaven knew. Did heaven author it? Well, no, but heaven, heaven, heaven blessed in it. And part of that blessing was... Those who were divinely connected to him got something. Yeah, that's good. Something added to their ministry for the benefit of the people. For the, for the benefit of the people. For the benefit of the people. So God gave me an instruction that night. He said, 50 of them stayed with you. And the other 50 were dispatched to those who were divinely connected to your husband who had a healing ministry, who have healing ministries. And he said to me, if you will be faithful with those 50. Now listen to that. If you will be faithful with those 50. You have an angel uh, connected to your life too. If you're born again. Well, every, every human, every human saved or unsaved. There's been an angel dispatched to their life. Are we faithful with them? Or do we limit them? Now, remind me to come back and finish that story, okay? Let me tell you what it means and what he said to me that night, what it means to be faithful with them. But I want to sidetrack here for a minute. My husband in the, um, it would have been in the 70s, they had a church building and they had a lease option to purchase with it. The amount of the building skyrocketed in value. So the owner wanted my husband to default on that building. And um, because he, he sold it to my husband for... Half a million dollars in the 70s, but it was now valued at a million. So he needed the money to pick up the option to purchase it. He needed $126,000, and he didn't have it. And one day he was praying in his hotel room as he was at a convention preaching. And two angels came into his room. He heard the door open. He thought they had rented out his room. And back then, that's when they really gave you like a metal key. (laughs) And he thought that they had given his room to someone because he heard the door open and he turned around and there were two angels standing there. Brother Copeland talks about this one, this event a lot. And um, 
when he turned around, the ceiling had disappeared because their heads were above the ceiling. They were so large. And they said, we've been sent from the throne room of heaven to straighten out your finances. And then they just stood there and looked at Ed. And Ed just looked at them. And he said, well, what are you waiting on? They said, we're waiting on the faith command. What is that? Our faith words fuel them. And he said, my God shall supply all my needs. According to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, go and cause the money to come. And they disappeared. To make a long story short, two days before the money was due, or they would lose that building, a man who did not even attend his church and said, he said, I've come to your church. He came to Ed at the office and he said, I've attended your church. I don't like your preaching. And Ed thought, I don't need this today. He's two days away from losing his building. He needs $126,000. And the man said, I don't like your preaching. You scare me. He said, my pastor stands behind the pulpit. You go everywhere. Ed went all over the room. And he said, but there's two fellas in my room. And they told me to bring a cashier's check down here for $126,000. So they picked up the option to purchase that building. The next Sunday, Ed had a guest minister in his church. And the guest minister got up and opened the service, his portion of it. By saying this, pointing to a man that was standing in the back, said, Sir, you back there. He said, Come up here and obey God. And Ed turned around to see who is he pointing to. And it was the man who had come in with that cashier's check. And Ed is trying to get the guest minister's attention and say, He already did obey God. (laughs) And that guest minister just ignored Ed, thankfully. And said, no, you obey God. Come up here and obey God. And so the man walked up. The guest minister handed him a microphone. And he said, those same two fellows are back in my room. He said, give me two weeks. And I'm paying the whole building off. We qualify too. Who else needs a payoff? Now notice, this is what I want you to see. Those angels needed Ed's faith to fulfill what God had planned and what God had already provided. He needed his faith. So God said to me, in that service in Pawnee, he said 50 of them stayed with you. 50 of those angels that cooperate with healing power. People say, well, you're calling them healing angels. They cooperate. They're not the healer. They cooperate yes. with that power. You said, you, what was it, the vision you had? Was it a vision, a dream? And saw a warehouse, is that right? A warehouse with body parts. And she said something I had never thought of. 
when she saw them and she saw that angels bring them. Yes. Is that yes. what they it, were they were coming and going fast up and down, fast up and down bring in, in the earth to bring body parts out of that room. This is the aspect I hadn't even thought about that she saw. She said the body parts were alive. They weren't just dead. They were living parts. Why would God attach a dead part to you? A heart that's beating. <laughs> We're going to see it. 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 And God said to me, if you'll be faithful with those 50, more will come. And then he told me how to be faithful with them. He said, that is, talk about them. He said, when you talk about them and when you speak the word, you're giving them permission to work. So it's our words that either permit or hinder them from working. Put your angel to work. 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 But we're going to see body parts. My husband, when we would travel, because I traveled with him for almost 30 years that we were married. And he would, at times, especially the last, I want to say, 10 years maybe of his ministry. He would go to churches and he would ask, how many of you have seen what we've read about in previous revivals of body parts growing back? How many has ever seen one? And any, everywhere he went of all the many churches and multitudes that would be in congregations, if you added it all up, he said only one had ever seen a body part actually grow. I was um, finishing up a meeting in Kansas, probably about in, that would have been about 2011. And I had a dream. And in the dream, it was a building that looked much like this. It was an open building. And it was like, it looked like a metal building like this, a warehouse type building concrete floor and there was a door in the back that I had walked into that back door and just saw this expansive building completely empty and when I walked in the door then a man looked to be about 75 or 80 stepped up with me and we walked he didn't say anything to me I didn't know who he was and we walked and there in the middle of the room was one chair and there was a man sitting in the chair. And we walked up uh, uh, facing the man. We were coming up on the man's back. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't facing us as we walked. His back was to us. So we walked up from behind him. And we came around. And when I, we came around and stood in front of him, he had, he had uh, legs that were cut off. Yeah. Uh, right, it was uh, about... Um, more than halfway down the lower part of the leg, it just rounded off. There were no ankles. There were no feet. Just 
rounded off legs. This older man who was walking with me just knelt down in front of the man, lifted up those stumps, held them out straight because he had knees. So it could come out with a little bit of length. And he... I could not even distinguish what he prayed in it because God wasn't really showing me the prayer. He said maybe six, eight words. Not a long prayer. Commanded. Commanded. But the thing that stood out to me was he didn't just, when he was done, he didn't just let those legs drop. He took those put his hands down by that stump area and planted them like he was putting them in shoes. He expected something to be there. He expected something to be there when he was done praying. And I watched the most beautiful, elegant thing I've ever seen. I watched the ankles and the feet come and they were it wasn't, it was not, you know, uh, Brother Joel was talking about he likes the superhero movies, those Marvel movies or something. The only Marvel thing I ever saw growing up was the, the Hulk or something. What was it? He was green. He, that was the Hulk. And, and remember when he looked like a man and he'd change into a Hulk and you'd see like the flesh roll under. It was a morphed, it was not. That's just a little bit creepy. (laughs) You know, it was not a graceful thing. It was like, that wasn't this. This was elegant. This was masterful. It was, there's no words. There's no words. And I saw the ankle form and it happened so quickly and smooth. It wasn't, it wasn't by degree. It was a flow. And it stopped. The the ankle was formed. The foot was formed and came up to where the toes were. And then it paused a moment. And then just after a fraction of a second, then another flow. And there were the toes. It was heavenly. (laughs) And when I woke up, I woke up at that point. God said, your husband had asked many people had they ever seen that. And no one had ever seen anything like that. Now, you and I might have seen, I've seen this and you might have seen this when somebody, their back is out of place and so one leg is shorter or a hip or something and you see that moving, it it aligns. It aligns. But this was Something that had not been there. And now it's there. And he said, God said to me, no one had ever seen that. Of your generation. And I said, no. And he said, you can't. He said, Jesus only did what he saw his father do. You can't do it till you see it. He said, therefore, I'm showing it because no man has shown it to you. I'm showing it to you. Why? Because he intends. He intends that we have these things to manifest in the earth. 
Well, that's just far-fetched. Yeah. For you, but it's expected for God. He expects these things to come into place. And I choose to believe. What about you? All things are possible. Listen, not all things aren't possible to everyone. Don't, don't misquote that. All things are not possible to everyone. All things are possible to him that believes. The impossible will not bother anyone who doesn't believe. They're dismissed from the whole thing. Angels are part of this. And I said all that to say this. They're in this place tonight. They're in here to do a work. Stand with me to your feet. I believe in the power of God. I believe in the power of God. Angels are, they are demonstrations of God's power. Amen. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands and let's worship him tonight. Jesus, we glorify you. We magnify you. We worship you. Lift up your voice tonight. Jesus, we worship you. Lift up your voice. Jesus, you're such a wonderful healer. We magnify you. We glorify you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We glorify you. We glorify you. We glorify you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Father, we have come tonight to, to move with your movement. <laughs> to receive of your flow. We've come to bring our faith. Add our faith. We've come to receive. We thank you that it all belongs to us. It all belongs to us. We glorify you. We worship you. Let's sing a little bit of something, Brother David. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He is worthy to be praised and So we lift up holy hands. Worthy to 
tonight with a heart condition. We want to minister to you. Come up here, if you would, just come on up to the front. This is one of the flows that areas of ministry of healing that God has given us as an endowment. Some of you may even recognize that you can sense an angel working on you. They work on people many times in the healing line regarding with their hearts. He'll bring new parts. He can, they will open up what's been clogged. Any kind of heart condition, high blood pressure, anything like that, come up here. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. out this way join your faith it matters to us that they receive what Jesus purchased for them amen those of you that are up here or maybe you're in the aisle that you're going to come up here say these words after me and let your heart agree with these words say when hands are laid on me the healing power of God will go into my body it will drive out pain and symptoms, sickness and disease, and I shall be whole. In Jesus' name, I receive it. Hallelujah. Congregation, you reach out your faith with us. Extend it this direction. Be whole in Jesus' name. Be whole in Jesus' name. Now, it went in, then it came back out. Just receive it. There it goes. There it goes. Hallelujah. Be whole in Jesus' name. Be whole in Jesus' name. Uh, get, Nathan, get on this side of me. Be whole in Jesus' name. Be whole in Jesus' name. Back up, back up a little. Be whole in Jesus' name. Be whole in
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Behold. Behold in Jesus' name. Behold in Jesus' name. Behold in Jesus' name. Behold. There it goes in love. Behold in Jesus' name. Behold in Jesus' name. Behold in Jesus' name. sickness and disease if there's an if there's the presence of an evil spirit it'll drive it out by that anointing in Jesus name behold in Jesus name for your dad Um, can you get this cloth to him father we thank you for that healing anointing going in stored in this cloth and when it's laid upon his body it'll drive out pain symptoms sickness and disease and he shall behold If there's a presence of an evil spirit, it'll drive it out in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We whole in Jesus' name. Whole in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 
come up here and we'll minister to you. Metal rods, plates, or screws, come up here really quick. Let's move quickly while that anointing is flowing so. Father, what about you, love? Where are they? In your left ankle. We thank you whole in Jesus' name. What about you, sir, in your shoulder? Be whole in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. What about you, love? Yeah. Father, we thank you for... Oh, shoot. Shoot. We thank you for wholeness. We thank you for wholeness. What about you, love? In your arm, yeah, I see that. Father, we thank you for, oh, we thank you for wholeness. What about you, love? In both knees, yeah. Father, we thank you for wholeness. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you, we praise you. We glorify you, we glorify you. We thank you for it, Father. If anyone in here has been diagnosed with any type of cancer, growths, or lumps, come up here. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
We praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, we praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Remember what I said in the first part of the service? No matter what condition is called out, God's not leaving you out. No matter what condition is not called out, He's not leaving you out. Right where you're at, you can say, I receive it. You don't have to convince Him to heal you. You don't have to convince Him to. Just receive. Just receive. You say from inside you, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. Brother Joel, come up here. There is an anointing on Brother Joel Siegel, an endowment for cancer. So you just release your faith when he ministers to you. Go ahead.
many pastors do I have here? If you're a pastor, raise your hand. Or you're in a full-time traveling ministry. And I be sober about this. Don't, you may say, well, I'm going to be. I'm talking about actively. This is how you make your living. You're in full-time, five-fold ministry. Raise your hand. Let me. If you want us to minister to you, because we believe in Romans chapter 1, verse 11. For I long to see you, that I may impart some spiritual gift to the end that you be established. There are impartations that help you reach the fulfillment of what you're born for. It enhances enhances your office. Hallelujah. I'm going to take these two sections to begin with. Brother Joel, I'm going to ask you to come up and help me if you would. These two sections, if you're a pastor or you have full-time traveling ministry and that's how you make, that's where your income comes from. It's from your ministry. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Joel, I'll let you get on my left side, if you would, and we'll just go down together, ministering to them. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Everyone in here up front, just hold your hands out in front of you, just like this, just like this. We thank you. On this side, if you're a pastor or full-time minister, come to the aisle and follow the usher's direction, if you would.
Anybody else that we did not already minister to, I don't know if I got every section, but every section can come to that aisle if you would, or this aisle, and they'll funnel you up here. Praise the Lord. Congregation, are you releasing your faith with us? Praise the Lord. Mashtakaye, matakaye.
praise the Lord. If I were you, I would move some part of my body that would have been a difficulty before. Whether it's a shoulder, move it around. If it's a knee, lift it up. If it's a back, bend to the side. Do something. Hallelujah. 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 Those of you that we minister to, or maybe you just sat in your chair and you say, I can already tell a difference with my body. Raise your hand real high. Raise your hand real high. Real high. Raise your hand real high. We want to see it. Look how good Jesus is. I said, look how good Jesus is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's just do something. that they bring you don't want to miss it every night through Thursday night 7 p.m. through Thursday morning 10 a.m. you don't want to miss it amen turn to somebody before you're dis no 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 don't no 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 stay pastor I want you to come and I want you to give an altar call really quickly if you would give really quickly praise the Lord praise, praise the, Lord. the Lord come on lift your hands tonight Father, we give you all of the glory, the honor, and the praise in this house. We thank you for souls coming into the kingdom of God. And the greatest movement is a movement toward redemption and salvation. With eyes closed tonight, and if you're here and you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, 
healing is one thing and, 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 and shouting is one thing, but for a soul to walk out the door and not know him, that's a whole nother thing. If you've never asked Jesus to come into your heart and, and to be your Savior and your Lord, where you turned your back on the world and gave your heart to him. Somebody on this past Easter, I got a call from a pastor. He gave an altar call and he asked the people that were there, if you're not sure that you're born again, that you're a believer, that you belong to the family of God. He gave the altar call and the altar was full. If you're here tonight, you've never asked Jesus to come into your heart, be your Savior and Lord, or you're not sure if you're born again and if you were to die tonight, you'd go to heaven. I want you to lift your hand. Let me pray for you before we leave tonight. Salvation, rededication, you're ready to commit to the family of God. Help me out, ushers. No praise in the Lord right now. I'm looking for hands that want to commit to the kingdom of God. There's a hand here. Anybody else with enough? Wave it at me. Wave it at me. Let me see where you are tonight. Praise the Lord. We want to get you in touch with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. If you raise your hand, or you feel in your heart, you should have raised your hand. Salvation, rededication, and experience with the Holy Ghost. I want you to come down front right now in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Salvation. Praise the Lord. Come on down right now. Let's thank God as they come. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Turn, one more thing. Turn to the person next to you and say, if you need to go down there, I will walk you down. And then I want you to walk them down in the name of Jesus. You need to go, you need to go, you need to go. I'm going to walk you down. If somebody needs to come, you walk them down in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I surrender all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, all to Jesus. Blessed Savior. I surrender all. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God.
God, it's so good to be born again. I'm so glad I belong to him and he belongs to me. Amen. You don't want to miss in the morning or tomorrow night. Turn to somebody before you're dismissed and say, Jesus is so good to me and you can be dismissed. God bless you. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.